0: what's up y'all welcome in to sspn we are back i know it has been a little minute but once again welcome to sspn go spurs go we appreciate you if you're here literally i i only said that just to put up the graphic that's why i repeated myself um but we we see that we always got or we already got three y'all in here so what's up guys this episode literally is just gonna be us chilling talking with y'all because there's really not too much going on right now. There are some rumors kind of floating around that could potentially involve the Spurs, but it's, like, not guaranteed at all. So, I mean, I've seen... There's the Jalen Smith-Thaddeus Young thing that's been going on for a while, but, I mean, I'm not gonna, like, just bet on that happening because it seemed like it was gonna happen earlier and then it already didn't happen again, and I know that it seems like there's more hope with reports saying that he's available and Jalen Smith's also available, but at the same time it's like you know you can't always just trust these these instagram posts Ethan.
1: yeah you're right i don't don't know if that one's gonna happen um
0: i know i wish right i I mean
1: yeah i would i would 100 be behind that and get a guy like jalen smith kind of fits our young identity right now and uh dump thaddeus's contract at the same time um but i'm not mad if we keep thaddeus young i mean he could help our team for sure this season. We're not going to re-sign him clearly. At least I don't think we will, uh, because his contract is expiring. Um, but like you said, not much, not much concrete, <laughs> concrete news to go on at this point.
0: Yeah, definitely not. Which is why we made this episode of Q and A. So y'all definitely um, feel free. Any questions about like anything Spurs, any opinions, um, anything like that that y'all want us to do throughout this episode, please just literally ask us a question in the chat. We'll answer Um, some other news. If you guys don't know um, whether you're watching this live or you're rewatching this, um, definitely go follow and subscribe to Spurs tube TV at Spurs tube TV on Twitter. Um, We're going to be plugging that a lot because we'll be involved in that. Um, It's already, the channel's already got a little bit of growth. I was noticing that it Mm -hmm. has gone up since Rob uh, has really started promoting it. Um, And so definitely go check that out. And also You might have noticed that we have a little bit of a new logo, but don't worry. Don't worry. You can buy both logos in merch. So that's the one thing that I wanted to say. (laughs) And this is a big thing to Rob. Like he literally made all of this happen and like, appreciate him so much for this but and look we're not asking you guys to do this but if at any point you ever feel like hey you know what i'd be down to cop some S- some sspn merch a hoodie a t-shirt a coffee mug i think that's what we have yeah um if you <laughs> want to get the old one or the new one um feel free to do that um but also don't feel obligated to do that either but we do have that option um and that's just pretty freaking cool to consider ethan when i mean like just the way that this offseason has gone for us. I mean, not to make it all about us, but it's just kind of surreal. It's surreal. I didn't think that we would have merch already, so that's pretty crazy.
1: It is crazy. It's fun to look at. I I go on there all the time just to kind of look at our merch and stuff.
0: Um, Yo, we need – speaking of that website, we need – my my, my last name on the website is spelled like McLaren. There's like two extra E's in there. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know who did it, but I mean, look, no, Hey, I, I appreciate, I'm just glad I got a page on the website. I, I mean, I'm like, let's yeah. go. And thank you, Alexander. We appreciate it. Um, we're trying to, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't have ESPN on our tail too much. So, you know, it's basically the same font, but it's not like the literal ESPN font. So um, glad y'all like it. Glad y'all like it. Yeah. tried to put the little Fiesta colors in there on the outline of it. So anyways, well, we don't really have any questions right now, Ethan. So, what are just your thoughts on, like, the Spurs since the last time we spoke?
1: Uh, I guess some of the news that we haven't talked about that's official now is Bryn Forbes on the team. Officially. That's something that we haven't officially talked about yet on this channel. Yeah. So, welcome, Bryn. Even though neither of us really wanted you on the team, welcome <laughs> to the team. Uh, we hope you make some contributions that nobody, that we, you know, haven't been able to talk about.
0: It's going to be crazy when he's the starting two guard.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is going to get crazy when he's a starting two-guard. It's going to be him, and then starting four is going to be Dougie McBuckets, and Luca's not going to get any minutes, and Devin Vassell is going to be in the G
0: League. <laughs> oh, pain. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But we got our first question, Ethan. All right, what is your starting five? You want to go first on this one, or you want me to roll with it? Uh,
1: I'll go first on this one. Cool. My starting five. Okay, is it... What I want, or what I think's gonna happen? Yes,
0: yes. C- confirm that. That's a good point, Mata and Aaron. I appreciate you. I just turned up my gain a little bit, so hopefully that helps. Um, but yeah, Desiree, what what? Uh, are you talking like what we want, or what uh, the Spurs will end up doing? Because those are two very different things.
1: But, I'm gonna okay. Both. Well, okay. There we go. All right. All right well, uh So what I want is Dejounte Murray, uh, Lonnie Walker. no, no. Wait. Do you want
0: Derek White
1: off the bench? I do want Derek White off the bench. Okay. So I I think I'll yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do Lonnie Walker at this at the two. I'll do um Keldon at the three, Luca at the four, and Jakob at the five. And then my bench unit would be Derek White backing up the point guard. Uh Devin Vassell. Um I want my man uh Dougie McBuckets at the three. Drew Eubanks and uh, Jock Landale. Got you. Uh, now, what I think is going to happen, as first film room, he's going to he's going to fix that for you, Jerry He's going to get the yes, name yes. right.
0: We appreciate you, Rob.
1: <laughs> what I th- what I think is going to happen is Dejounte, Derek, uh, Kel- Keldon, Doug McDermott, and and Jakob Purtle. Uh, or no, Thaddeus Young. I forgot about Thaddeus Young, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm I am not prepared for this question at all. is <laughs> Young at the starting four and then Luca back up four and then Drew Eubanks back up five. I'm sorry, Jacques, you're the eleventh man. You're the odd man now. So that's that's what I want to happen. So uh, I, yeah. go, ahead. You, you no, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. I kinda screwed up that answer because no, you're kidding.
0: <laughs> um what was I gonna say? So actually mine are the same. I wasn't expecting that. I was just writing it down after Desiree asked the question and I have the same thing for both, and I think it's going to be this is what I want to happen, and this is actually what I think will happen. I think there's a slight chance Bryn Forbes starts. I know that sounds crazy, but like I genuinely believe that there's a possibility that could happen. But I think this is actually going to be the starting lineup. I just got DeJounte, Derek, Keldon, Thad, and Jakob. Yeah. That, That's seems, that. That, that, that kind of seems like the uh, – I don't know. That seems like what's going to happen to me. What do you think?
1: I agree with that 100%. Yeah.
0: Like I said, I could see them maybe moving Derek to the bench and just having Brynn as a shooter if they really mm-hmm. wanted to go that route. But, you know, we'll just have to see. But we got a quick question from Rob. Um, how do you guys evaluate our big depth post-free agency? That is a good question, Rob. That is a very good question because we signed a lot of bigs, but we also signed injured bigs. So, Ethan, what are you thinking?
1: Uh, how do I evaluate it? I think, I think we have a lot of competition coming up this season. Because there's not, to me, there's not really a clear cut backup. I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Drew Eubanks, but Jacques Landale has a lot of upside coming over from Australia. You were really impressed with his tape. You think he has the potential to be our backup center and maybe moving forward, our starting center. Uh, a lot of people don't have much faith in Yakup, even though I think he's definitely going to be our starter. So there's that. Maybe he'll have a, kind of a, you know, fall off a little bit. Maybe Drew Eubanks will continue to improve. Same with Jacques Landale. And then we have the conundrum with the guy, Zach Collins, a guy that was starting a lot for Portland. Um, He's a, he's a seven footer, I believe, or six He's got a lot of athleticism for, for a guy that big. He's not quite like a lumberer because usually guys that are seven feet tall kind of, you know, barely move up and down the court, but he, he had some speed before his injury. So it's really going to come down to his injury. If he's healthy, I think he could be an immediate contributor, not like a star, but somebody that definitely gets minutes, and then that makes it interesting because do we give him minutes or do we give Luka Samanich minutes? Do we play him at the four? Do we play him at the five? Where's Jacques Landale fit? So I think there's a lot of interesting questions with our big man depth. I don't think we have someone that's like really running away with like the starting spot or running away with the backup spot. Um, so it'll be interesting how Pop and the coaching staff kind of handles the minutes there and, and, and kind of figure out who's going to you know be with the team moving forward.
0: I think that's the biggest question. I mean, when it comes to our depth, I, even when I'm looking at this, you may not say that, look, this is obviously not the best, you know, big rotation of four and fives in the league. There are probably Mm -hmm. some better ones that you could go out and find um, for sure. It might even be in the bottom half of the league, but still, when you compare our depth in the post this year, um, well, I mean, not even necessarily the post, because we've talked about how bigger players are, you know, having more skills and playing on the perimeter more a lot on this show. Um, But our positions, you know, of traditional fours and fives when they're labeled, you know, on the depth chart, it seems like we have a lot more of those guys that are proven NBA players than we did in comparison to last year's roster. Because I just wrote it all down. We have Jakob, we have Jock. I know Jock's not very proven, but still, you know, just won an MVP in the NBL, uh, played pretty solid against, you know, the best of the best the NBA has to offer, except for some in the Olympics. Um and considers himself as somebody who can also play the four in the NBA. So that's something to watch with jock as well. His versatility might be something that's not expected. Um, if you just look at his height, um, We've also got Zach Collins. Then we've got Thad. We've still got Al Faroukaminu. Then we've got Luca. And then also at the very bottom, I put like a space in between. I have I threw Keldon down there just because there may be some situations where he ends up playing the four. Um, And like like when we're playing the Rockets, I love playing Keldon at the four. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't want to play him. You know, like we've talked about against the Nuggets at the four or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I we have a lot of players at those positions as our big guys. But I think what I was trying to say, and I think what you echoed, was none of—they're all good, but no, they're like they're all around the same level.
0: There's no stars. They're just yeah. kind of a bunch of role players, to be honest. Other than, I mean, like you can—we have Lucas Samanich, right, and he's still kind of a question mark. Um, you could maybe say that there's a chance that Jock Landale could become something. Zach Collins mm-hmm. too, but other than that, it's you're left with Alf Rukminiu, mm-hmm. Darius Young, and Jakob Purtle. And to be honest with you, those are the guys who are probably going to play the most this year because Zach's going to be out for however long. Jock's going to take a little bit of adjust. I'd be very surprised if he gets immediate minutes on his first year in the NBA on the Spurs. Um, And then there's Luca as well. So luca will probably get some minutes. So that's probably going to be your rotation, um, barring Thaddeus Young or Alfred Camino getting moved because we have 17 people on the roster. But this year, probably the majority of it is going to be Jakob Pertl, Thaddeus Young, Alfred Camino, and Lucas Samanich is our bigs, which now that I'm looking at that, Rob, I will say that does give me a little bit of concern because we still have some size issues if those are the guys. We only really have one true center. That you can, Thad can play the center and he can play it better than some other guys that we had last year. Oh, I'm forgetting about Drew Eubanks. Yeah, I was about to say, you're, you're forgetting the, like Al Farouk is not playing over Drew. Yes, that no, that's okay, that's actually a fact. That makes me feel a little bit better. So, I can't believe I forgot Drew Eubanks. I literally yeah. have his signed poster right up here. <laughs> and Al Farouk
1: is not playing over Jacques, in my opinion, either. No, honestly,
0: no, no, I agree with that too. So, that means I was mistaken, it will be Thaddeus Young, um, Jakob. Luca and drew that's probably what I would expect Mm -hmm. for our which that's a little bit better because I drew can play at least like even if Drew's when Drew gets beat it's not because of effort it's never because of effort with Drew Mm -hmm. and I can live with that always so let's see at some of these other questions that we got here though so Alexander says I think that pop would play with different lineups to see what works to see what the young guys can bring I can see that very Mm -hmm. much Alexander What do you think, Ethan? Especially
1: if we're out of playoff picture. You know, Pop's known to experiment. Even when we are in the playoff picture, he's been known to experiment and kind of get crazy with lineups. Yeah, exactly. Like Kelton at the four. I never he came in as a two, all of a sudden he's playing the four. Like exactly. He does crazy things like that. So which kind of echoes what my man BMC just said. I know I'm skipping over Desiree. I'll come back to you in a second. But BMC thinks that Jacques will be at the starting five by the end of the season. I don't know if the starting five, but I wouldn't be surprised one bit if he's getting consistent minutes off the bench. Like Jacques Landale has the experience from playing overseas. Clearly the Spurs have a history with international players. Uh, And he's not like an ordinary guy that hasn't played in the NBA, Jude. Because like these international guys, they're already men. You know what I mean? And it Mm -hmm. seems to me like, as the NBA has modernized the last few years, you know, international players have adjusted quicker than you know college guys or guys coming out of the, the G League, if that makes sense. Because they, they're already used to kind of that physicality. It's what Luka Doncic said a couple years ago when he came mm-hmm. into the NBA. It was, a, it was much less of a stretch than what he feared it would be when he came over to the NBA. And, and maybe I'm, you know... Out of my mind here and talking comparing Jacques Landale's adjustment to Luka Doncic's adjustment. But you never know. You never know what could happen with a guy like Jacques Landale, very skilled big man coming to a team under Popovich. I mean, you never know.
0: Yeah, I think that seriously, like Jacques Landale, there there's a big kind of question mark with his ceiling too, um, mm-hmm. kind of similar with Luka. Like, like I said earlier, I kind of doubt that he plays early in this season. I doubt he plays for the first half at all. Um, if he's good enough to play after that, then I think they'll kind of introduce him later in the season. He's just got to pay his dues with the Spurs culture. That's just how it is. Right? Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, there is some potential for maybe for him to flourish. Um, but I think Zach Collins honestly has a higher ceiling than Jock. I-, I love what I've seen from Jock. And I know that the foot injury is not a good sign, but when it comes to Zach, he's 23 years old. He played at Gonzaga. That's like, the. it's just a Spur thing. Like, he's he's basically Trey Lyles 2.0 is what he is. But yeah. hopefully will work out a lot better. I, I feel like it's going to work out a lot better. But then again, I thought Trey Lyles was going to work out really good. So,
1: yeah, who knows? Uh, let's Spurs film room. Appreciate you, my man. Uh, <laughs> let's go back to Desiree's question. How many of the first five games... Do we win? Do you want to go through these one at a time, Jude, and just say like win or yeah. lose? Mm-hmm. All right, Magic. I think we can beat the Magic.
0: I think we can beat the Magic too.
1: That's one win. Nuggets. No. Nope. <laughs> we're one and one. Bucks. Nope. 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 One and two. Lakers. Nope. Nope. One and three. Mavs. Nope. Nope. One and four. So we're gonna be one and four to start the season.
0: They'll be the, look, look, look. There are some games in there that are gonna be close, and maybe mm-hmm. we win like a couple of those games, um, but just right off rip one and we're we're only better than one of those teams yes wise um they just all the other four have stars you go Jokic, Giannis, lebron luca like what do you want me to yeah <laughs> i could see us beating <laughs> That's not the anything against the spurs yeah that we could beat the maps and look we beat the lakers early we beat the lakers yeah. and the clippers back to back so it's not like it can't be done but just looking at that i still yeah. i'm going with one and one and four my thing
1: with the the lakers though I know we beat them. Was it last year and the year before? Like the first game we played against them, both seasons, I think we we beat them. But I think we had. Was it, Am I getting confused? We had Lamarcus last year at the beginning of the season, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we had somebody that was at least close to Anthony Davis's size and mm-hmm. skill. I mean, Lamarcus was clearly worse. Don't get me wrong. But this year, I mean, we're gonna are we gonna put Jakob defending AD? In which case, who's going to guard Dwight at the center spot? Who's going to guard LeBron? You know, now they got Russell. You know, now they got Melo. Like they have so much, so many weapons. Like I don't. They have
0: Malik Monk too. They got Malik Monk. Oh, and Paul Millsap's a net. Yeah, Yeah, probably LaMarcus will too. Mm -hmm. Let's
1: go pick up DJ DeAndre Jordan's about to get bought out. (laughs) Right. Uh...
0: Okay, going back to BMC though. Okay, so what I was saying earlier, because because what you're right, people do underestimate foreign players, and that's why Luka Doncic. A lot of people didn't, you know, people were like bus, 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 but they don't realize that he's playing in like like the Euro League that he was in is like a couple steps above college basketball. It's not just one like college basketball in the NBA. Those leagues, you can even argue the Turkish league as well. Um, so I definitely didn't mean to come off that way because you know as Spurs fans, it's like freaking looking Manu in 2003. Like, mm-hmm. respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. they, there are dudes out there that can beat, you know, a Tim Duncan, Kobe-led team, right? That's crazy. Um, But, of course, it would be Manu. But, anyways, I think that Landale is a lot more aggressive than Lyles as well. And um, the post definitely. especially. Yeah, no, and driving to the rim, going for dunks. He has a lot more energy and juice just in general for sure. Um, I'm just, like, I'm just not sold that he's – I would – look – the idea of him playing sounds great, but the reality of it with just the way pop works, I don't know, that doesn't seem seem um I don't know, I would err that he doesn't play. Maybe he does like you said and maybe I'm proven wrong, but I think that it'll just take him a little bit to to get some PT. But no, he was the MVP recently. Um but you know, I from my understanding the NBL and this is no hate to the NBL, but like look, LaMelo went there and did great. RJ Hampton His game didn't translate that much to the league, but a lot of these veteran Australian players are probably going to be a lot better than RJ Hampton. So that's, that's probably another point too, but Obi-Wan Ginobili. Yes. Yes. Shout out to you, Eric. Um, But anyways, just wanted to say that for sure because definitely foreign players are legit. Luka Doncic, number one example.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think we're just, we're trying to stay grounded here. Like Chuck Glendale, mm-hmm. for as much as we sing his praises, he's probably not going to play. Like let's let's just keep it.
0: I would I would I would 100. love for him to play though. That would be
1: great. Yeah, it's he's got to so really a prove shooter. he's got to prove to Pop that he's way better than Drew Eubanks because mm-hmm. Drew Eubanks has earned that spot. Undrafted, G League, yeah. homegrown. He's a hard worker, a guy that and Spurs And Luca's loves. even been
0: here longer, and it's like exactly. you invested a draft pick in him. Mm. So,
1: yeah. Zach game, Collins is getting game, million. game
0: one, Thad Young doesn't even play. Jock starts at the four. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And, well, and goes for goes for um, what was I gonna say? He goes for like three and <laughs> three goes for like you know seven threes in a row to just start the game, and it's just sniping. And BMC is in the chat, just like Jude. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but hey, BMC, bro, thank you for being here. This is the whole point of the show. You literally, it's a Q&A, y'all make it. So, please, all y'all, come in the chat, tell us if I'm stupid or if you disagree, whatever. Um, but let's see, What's some other? what are some other Spurs topics going on right now? Like we said, we said there's the Jalen Smith thing. Um, I guess, kind of with this whole, we've talked about this before, but since we're just on here again, why not, um, is... Trey Jones and all of that, that that guard position, there's still a lot of logjam there. So are we expecting, despite his fantastic summer league performance, him to be probably in the G League for another year?
1: That's a great question, Jude.
0: What's up, Abdi? Thanks for showing up, bro. I... Let me look at our guards. Let me get this down.
1: You know, my 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 gut tells me that he's not going to be playing over Bryn Forbes.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree that, with
1: that, but I also am not ready to say that he's going to be put back into the G League.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: unfortunately, that means he's probably just going to be riding riding the pine, kind of waiting for either Bryn to play really bad. He's over five, and Pop's like, "Okay, you're useless right now. Let's put someone else in and try and change mm-hmm. it up a little bit." But that's where I stand. Not G League again, but unfortunately not getting consistent minutes.
0: Yeah. So when I'm looking at the guard logjam right now, so the problem is Derek White, Lonnie Walker, and DeJounte Murray are going to play. Yes. That leaves Josh Primo, Trey Jones, Bryn Forbes, and like Wheez Camp. <laughs> you know, if yeah. you want to consider Wheez Camp a guard um, in that, or in Vassell too. But like that backup point, the only way that Trey Jones plays is if. Bryn Forbes just signed to be a mentor for one season, which mm-hmm. the jury is still not out on that. Although we don't believe that's going to happen, I know that Rob talked about that a while. So hey, maybe if maybe maybe Rob's mm-hmm. seeing something we aren't because if that's the case, that would probably make you and I super happy. Um, but I know we got a lot of stuff going on in the chat here, so we're gonna get to that. But Ethan, yes,
1: or I just thought about this, and this is not what
0: I want to happen, but I would one hundred percent like
1: believe it if it actually happened. Luca just doesn't play. We move Dougie McBuckets to the four, I slide Brynn to the two. Too. Yeah. I, I slide Brin to the to the two and then Trey plays one. So it's Trey, Brynn, um, Devin, uh, McBuckets and then you Mhm. Yeah.
0: Like
1: I that wouldn't be far fetched either in my opinion. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I could see that too. I see some of y'all are talking saying can't hear him. So Are some of y'all like, tell me, tell me if you guys can hear me. I just want to make sure, but I think we can. I think if Ethan can hear me, you guys should hear me. But, um, going back up to Eric, uh, that updates. So basically all we know is that it seems like Thaddeus Young is still available for a trade. Have you seen anything else, Ethan?
1: No, I saw, I saw there were a couple teams were interested, like, like the Suns. I think the Warriors were interested a little bit for a little while, um, other than that, no, I haven't. I haven't seen any concrete rumors like who we're giving yeah. up, who we're getting back. Really. But
0: it just looks like he's available in a trade. Yeah, so it seems like that's that's the best we got right there, Eric. That's all we've really seen. Um, Alexander talking about Trey. I see Trey um, having maybe some maybe some games and some others in the G League. Who knows? Maybe he's on a two way again. I, I don't know. Maybe they. Cool. I, I doubt they would do that. I doubt they would do that. I don't think so. But um, I could see that too. I could see that. I mean, maybe it, it, that because think about it in the world where the Spurs missed the playoffs and pops just messing around with lineups. I could see that happening to Trey Jones in that world. And we think that world's realistic. So, mm-hmm. all right. Glad you guys can hear me. Um, let's <laughs> go back. Uh, Desiree Mata, who do you think will become our go to? I think that this is a very good question because that's the biggest question on the team. And I think it's obviously between DeJounte and Derek. What do you think?
1: I think it's going to be DeJounte. I agree. Um, for two reasons. One, I think Derek being hurt all of last season kind of let DeJounte take that next step and pro- like say, like, this is, you know, my time to be the go-to
0: scorer. That's no fault of halves, Derek's fault. Yeah. et cetera, where he was just walking defenders down and pulling up mid-range. Everybody yes. remember that? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Not Derek's fault
1: that. at yeah. all, because it doesn't mean Derek is no longer a good player. It just means that he wasn't able to, you know, play. You know, it's not his fault. It's just the reality mm-hmm. of the situation. And the second reason, I think DeJounte, um, as of right now, based on what I've seen, is a better shot creator off the dribble. And usually the best shot creator off the dribble is the guy that's the go-to scorer.
0: Yep. I agree with that. I agree with that. When it comes down, as as much as Derek is a better shooter than Dejounte, when it comes down to getting a bucket and beating your man off the dribble, Dejounte is better at that than Derek White. Um, yeah. At least when it comes to just crossovers and that type of stuff, right? You yeah. Can maybe argue that that Derek is stronger, you know, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I think that I think it's going to be Dejounte, and you know it's crazy when he was the guy, the first guy to get that contract, and he was the guy that Kawhi was working out with. Like there was a time. The reason I got the Dejounte jersey was because like there was a time where I felt like Dejounte Murray was going to be the face of the franchise moving forward, and I think that the Spurs might think that still. Which I maybe y'all maybe that's a little crazy, but you know because Derek's getting paid a little bit more than him, but. I also think that that's indicative of the market as well. I think just because of Derek's shooting ability, he demanded a little bit more um, on the open market. So I don't think that necessarily that means that the Spurs think that Derek is better than DeJounte just because they pay him more. But um, I think that it's going to be DeJounte. Yeah. But we will have to see. We will have to see. The thing is we've seen both of these dudes do that because we forget about the Denver series. I always forget about the Denver series. And that's really the one – Person on our roster with proven playoff like explosiveness, right? Mm-hmm. There's nobody else in the roster who's had a 30 point, even a 20 point game in the playoffs. Derek did it basically that whole series against a really good Nuggets team, so he had help, but yeah. There's flip sides. It's going to be very interesting yeah. with those. But um, all right, Trevor. Does Lonnie make the leap this year? This is a very good question. you have been seeing Lonnie in the gym a little bit. If you've been seeing yeah. the 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 running videos, I know they're not you know the end all be all, but you know I, I like a little bit of the jelly with whoever he was working out with. I, I know there was it was some other NBA guys in there. It wasn't it wasn't Quindary and Bryn like freaking yeah. Luca. <laughs> yeah, not a good look, boys. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I, I'm – personally, I think Lonnie Walker's going to have a really good season this year. Really. Like, I think he's going to break out and kind of surpass our expectations um, because there, there's no handicaps anymore. And I, it's, it's, it's weird to call Patty Mills and Rudy Gay a handicap, but for Lonnie Walker's game, they were. Coming off the bench, you know, he's a guy that needs the ball in his hands. Unfortunately, Rudy and Patty needed the ball in their hands even more. And they're the veterans, so Pop was going to give them the reins, and that kind of relegated Lonnie to the corner – where he's going to knock down some jumpers, and that that's just not his game. He's not he's not a spot-up shooter. You know, he's really not the best off-ball player. He's a guy that needs the ball in his hands to, you know, come off screens, pull up mid-range, uh, step-back threes. He's got all of that in his bag. So now that he has shooters around him, and I think that the ball is going to be in his hands permanently as our sixth man coming off the bench, I think that will allow him to explode and playmake and and really take off um, at at that six man position this season.
0: Yep. Yep. I see. We got a comment there from Abdi. Um, And yeah, 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 it's not, not, it doesn't, it's not very good. It's not very good. And, but going back to Lonnie, um, I think, yeah, that is what he's got to become, you know, pop compared him to Manu. I know that that's like, God, what a terrible thing to do to a rookie, but, but like, now he's really in that role. Like, this is the year where it's really going to be him. So um, I don't think that, once again, not saying that Lonnie needs to be Monty Ginobili, but I think that he will become better this year. I think that you'll see less of those turnovers. I think that he'll just hold on to the ball, you mm-hmm. know, because a lot of the times it was him driving to the rim or making, you know, a, a crazy dribble, and he just lost the ball out of his hand. So I think that just with another year under his belt – um, and another, you know, another off-season, another training camp, all that good stuff. Um, I just think that that'll be cleaned up a little bit. Um, and I don't think that that's like a crazy improvement or anything. I don't think that's blasphemous to say that. So I think he'll do that, which therefore will allow him to have, you know, probably a lot better play. If the, Because a lot of times, we just see him do these amazing things, but then the ball slips out of his hands. Like, I can't count how many times that happened this year for Lonnie, and he would just look down and clap his hands. And it was like, wow, that was about to be like a crazy, super awesome layup or dunk or shot, but he just couldn't get there. So if he can just do that, like 50% of those, he's going to have a great year. You know what I'm saying? 100%.
1: And he's been working on defense a lot. I don't know if you saw his workout. And he was already
0: a good defender. Like Mm -hmm. he was never, I felt like he was kind of underrated on defense. Maybe that sounds crazy. I'm sure he's taken some plays off, made some young player mistakes, but he's got the athleticism. He's got great length for being Mm -hmm. six, four, um, so very versatile on the defensive end. Overall, good season for Lonnie. Looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But once again, uh, going back to Abdi, you know, we talked about some of the injuries, and also, you know, maybe Jock taking a little bit of time to come in. We'll we'll see what happens on that. But that's where the size concerns come in, and that kind of goes back to Rob's comment at the beginning of the show when it comes to that post depth. So it's like we have post depth. But because of injuries and other stuff, it's like our height is small, though. Mm-hmm. So it's just it just is what it is. I think really, like you said earlier, Ethan, I think that the most interesting position battle to watch this year will be. Um, well, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting position battles, but the most interesting position battle in the post will be um, Eubanks and, and Jock Landale, I think. I also think Luca battling it out with some other people because who knows? I mean, if maybe they pl- want to play Jock at the four, I have mm-hmm. no idea. Or so even did... Eubanks at the four, yeah, yeah. Ex- and we've talked about that. We've seen uh, since we talked last, I've seen more videos of Eubanks shooting. Yes, I get it's just videos, but look, like he is shooting more. He's talked about it on other shows with people from Spurs Tube TV, by the way, um, the At the Line Pod, um, and so like this is a thing that he's talked about focusing on and if he could play the four that would definitely help with our size and I know we've said that multiple times on this show but once again just have to reiterate it because if that's a possibility that can totally change the game when it comes to lineups um, for SA so
1: mm-hmm. Desiree Mata had a question who was our best signing from
0: free agency Judy want to go ahead and answer that one Hmm, that's that's a good question that is a very good question I think it's a tough one. Yeah. So let's just, just for everybody watching to remind everybody. So let's list out our signings. We had Doug McDermott. So Dougie, Dougie McBuckets, um, Zach Collins, Mm -hmm. Bryn Forbes, Jock Landale, anything else?
1: Are we going to count the sign-and-trade
0: guys? Those aren't signings, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. So, I think those are the four guys that we signed. Yeah. So, I would probably say Doug McDermott. Doug McDermott, I like Zach Collins a lot, but I think that Doug McDermott is, I just think that he's going to come in and give us immediate shooting and a veteran presence that we need.
1: Yeah, I like Doug McDermott too because of what you said, but also he's not a guy that's 6-1 like a Bryn Forbes who's actually 6-7 and long. While he's not a great defender, just being yeah. that length helps tremendously.
0: 70% of his minutes were at the four last year, and that's something that I may have gotten wrong about earlier. There I said that the, you know, my lineup's the lineup would probably be DJ, Derek Kelden, Thad, and Jakob. That could very well still be the case, but I think another option is just switch out Thad and Doug McDermott. Um, in that lineup, I could see that as well. Uh, that actually might be the starting lineup. I do. that. I could see it. I could I'd even act, see. I do that. I wouldn't do that. I, I change my pick. I'll keep Thad in the what I think, but for what I want, I want. I want Doug McDermott in the starting lineup at the four.
1: You want? You want Doug McDermott at mm-hmm. the four? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where we disagree. I'd rather have Thad there. But I'd rather have Thad there because as mm-hmm. much as I like Doug McDermott,
0: mm-hmm. it depends I... on the matchup. You're right, because there's is- there are some teams where I'd rather play Thad Young. If we're playing the Rockets, like I said, we can mm-hmm. play Keldon at the four, but now I actually would rather like Doug. The small ball lineup, I like Doug at the four more. Let's keep Keldon okay. at the three. I forget about Doug yeah. McDermott. But, you know, I think – well, wait, do you have any thoughts on that? Because we're about to talk about a very important topic. Mm,
1: no, I, I like keeping Keldon at the three if we can. And if we want to go small, Dougie's not the worst choice in the world. He's mm-hmm. He's all right
0: has experience yes but we do need more strength in the post we don't want to there get late we that. saw how that happened yes but look look man it's it's september 2nd and chandler hutchinson is still a san antonio Spurs.
1: oh god <laughs> chandler hutchinson
0: <laughs> he, he's oh. by far my favorite player by Bro, far my favorite player i'm
1: gonna get you in chandler hutchinson jersey on christmas
0: yes no that's exactly what i want if he's still on the roster shoot <laughs> oh okay i think this is a good way to maybe maybe wrap this up um but and i see yes kelden kelden can help in the post um for sure we saw that last year we also saw the downsides of that as well um and i was just about to transition to a question that was going to be great oh here it is here it is what two players on the roster well Actually, Joe camp is already signed to a two way. So we only need to cut one player. That's that's who's left. Um who is most likely who do you think will get cut? Just like the question earlier with lineups, who do you think will get cut and who would you cut?
1: They're both the same. Al Farukaminu.
0: I agree. I actually agree with that too. Because <laughs> Chandler Hutchinson has a lot more upside than Al Farukaminu.
1: So. Way more, bro. Way more.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't mind just it's like we're, even if we eat it, like we still have like, like twenty million in cap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Um, but anyways. like
1: I question whether or not Alpha rukamino will even get picked up if we yeah. cut him. Yeah, and it sucks because he used to be pretty decent, but mm-hmm. he's just old. Yeah, he's just old now.
0: Like a couple years ago, he would have been a really versatile. Three, yeah, yeah I mean, he would have been nice he'd have been a nice three and d person. he he'd solo. have been our quincy pondexter yeah exactly except way better than Rip yeah way better right
1: than now. quincy pondexter
0: <laughs> Rip quincy pondexter
1: yeah <laughs> and the other guy i can't
0: remember his name right
1: <laughs> there were two of them they literally like never played
0: yep all right y'all well last call last call right here any questions y'all want to get in right now is the time and we'll wrap this thing up in about 40 minutes or longer. If y'all keep giving us questions, we'll keep going, but...
1: Mm. Nothing about Harry Potter. I get that way too much.
0: Really? Oh, just because of your looks, or what?
1: Yeah, apparently I just look like Daniel Radcliffe. I had a waitress tell me that, like, two days ago.
0: A little like, bit. I can the
1: see fir- The first... I don't think... I mean, kinda. I think it's because we both have, like, raggedy facial hair and glasses. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're, I look Your face shape. Is the, yeah, it's kind of square similar. Yeah. Not
0: not exactly the same, but similar. Similar. It's not a bad
1: person to get compared no, to. No. One no. time I got compared to Were uh, you like
0: a wizard legend.
1: Yeah, bro. Yeah. Have you not read Harry
0: Potter? I've 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 seen. So get this. I've seen every movie except for the last one. I saw part one, and I didn't see part two, and I just haven't had time in my life, bro. And I it's it was amazing. I loved it. I just haven't had time to go back and watch it. I'm dead serious i know it's so bad like i i, I binged watched the entire series like one day in the summer in high school and it was like we're too tired because we watched it all in one day they're like oh, we'll just watch this one tomorrow never met back, met back up i'm 21 years old five years later still haven't watched it i'm glad Bruh. you got a kick out of that nick <laughs> I, I, i'm still wondering what's gonna happen bro snape just like pushed dumbledore he just killed him that's What's, that's where I'm at.
1: <laughs> that's the sixth one. You haven't watched seven or eight. Wait, 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 wait. You, the one wait, Dumbledore wait. died was was there's the Half Blood print Spoiler alert for all of you yeah. people that <laughs> no, haven't okay, seen this it. Is old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a 2009, and it's a book, so you know, can't blame
0: me. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it was the it was part one of the last movie. Well,
1: but maybe Dumbledore
0: Dumbled- died in six. So he dies at the end of six.
1: Yeah, and seven part one is like the right. Oh after no
0: that. no 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 no! Then I haven't seen part one or part two, bro. You're I've...
1: you're in for <laughs> a a time of your life, bro. You're not. <laughs> I know.
0: Okay, okay. All right. Back to the chat though, because I see you, Trevor, and I'm glad you mentioned this before we end the show because this is something that I was me and Ethan have talked about. So we were thinking about doing an SSPN vlog. And look, if y'all want to pull up to that game. We'd love to meet some of you guys, and we'll put you in the video and everything, um, if we can go to a game this year. So, yeah, if 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 we do that, we will definitely let you guys know. And if y'all can make it, that'd be freaking cool. That would so, be cool. Well, oh, excuse me. Definitely, definitely. Um, Which game? What game would be one that we would want to go see? Would we want to go watch the Clippers. Kawhi won't be playing, so I doubt oh, he's that's there. That's right. Uh, and there's no point to watch the Clippers. Never mind. Um, we're not based in SA, but we're we're close to SA. Um, oh, the preseason schedule has been released. Yes, I think it has. I think, I think the has. whole season yeah. has been released. I believe so. Yeah, we have like
1: the second hardest schedule in the NBA. Apparently, like mm-hmm. definitely top five. I don't know, second. Yeah, but I, I'd go see. Uh, I've seen a couple. I've seen Luca play. That was Maybe fun. Like the
0: Pelicans. Pelicans. Yeah, I like to would, see Zion. That would be a fun, and I feel like that'd be competitive too. Yeah, the Grizzlies yeah. would be a good game. Also, go watch Jaw. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'd want to watch some, yeah, right, slow mo. I'd love to watch some competitive games, though. I don't. I mean, it would yeah. be cool to go see LeBron and all that, but I don't want to like watch us get, yeah, demolished by the Lakers. You know, yeah. But uh, actually, I, 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 I might end up going to the Lakers game this year because you and Deshaun? Probably, Deshaun's yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's gonna want to go, and we have to go to one of those together just because it it would just be hilarious. But anyways. Uh, a tomorrow turn. Oh, yeah. Ooh. No, when the Bulls come, that would actually be a great game because we, yeah, no. Yeah. Aaron, shout out to you. That sounds like the game that we might have to do for the vlog. Yeah, that is fun. Zach Levine going at it with DeJounte, too. Seattle versus Seattle.
1: Who doesn't want to see DeJounte and Zach yes. Levine going at it? That would be fun. Pause.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Good check hook there. Ian. Yeah. Good check hook. All right. <laughs> once again guys um, you can follow us on Twitter if you want to stay updated with everything it's just our names got the underscore for Ethan um, and then also don't forget to follow and subscribe to Spurs tube TV um, I know that we've been we, we've been trying to post clips um, being active and stuff but we're back in school so that's why it's kind of like you know there's been a little bit yeah. less but we're gonna get together like every week and still have a show at least once a week. Um, and you'll be seeing us more on Spurs Tube TD once that happens. Um, so, once again, like, comment, subscribe. Tell us your favorite spur of all time in the comments. Um, thank you all for coming out. We appreciate it. We'll definitely do this probably again. This honestly might be the format um, for a little bit going forward, just mm-hmm. because of uh, just because it's you know it's kind of the blank period of the off season.
1: And uh, also, guys in the comments, If uh, we, we've gotten some old, old heads <laughs> that are a little upset that we don't know maybe enough about Spurs history. So if you know a guy that's underrated, not Iceman, but someone around that era, 70s, 80s Spurs basketball that we wouldn't know, maybe a little underappreciated, put their name in the comment section. We'll try and do an episode kind of revolving around the history of the Spurs. We'll kind of do some research on some of these guys. Um, so we're not only talking about, you know, from like 1990 on, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Also I talked to some other people this will be my last thing this will be my Jude rant of the episode I talked to some I talked to some people okay because the last episode we had and look I respect everybody's opinion you're entitled to you know believe whatever you want in the world of basketball I don't judge you know it's it's a game it's a perspective everybody sees it differently all that jazz but look some of y'all were calling me crazy for saying that George Gervin was better than Manu and Tony that made oh, average yeah. thirty three in the '80s, Manu and Tony aren't doing that. I talked to some other people, like that are Spurs fans too, and that also aren't Spurs fans. But just I, I pulled some basketball people, you know, that are basketball head heads, and that I mean, I guess it's just I guess it's just my friends. But they're telling me I'm not crazy. Y'all making It seem like I was crazy out here, man. I'm like, <laughs> dude, this dude is one of the like the greatest scorers of all time in like the toughest time to score, like, you know? So definitely, George Gervin's in my top three. That's no disrespect to Tony and Manu. Manu is my favorite player of all time. He's who got me into basketball. But objectively, George Gervin is better than him. That's no disrespect. That's just what it is. You can make an argument with Manu, though. If you want to bring in the Olympics and say, hey, Manu never smacked up an Olympic team like that, or George Gervin never smacked up an Olympics team, I'll respect that. I can respect that. But anything other than that, I just... Just the scoring ability and when he did it is just so impressive to me.
1: You're 100% right, dude. 100% right. I know one of those guys. There was a friend of mine from high school that was calling you crazy. And you're not crazy at all. You're 100% correct. This guy's a top 50 player all time.
0: Yes. We we love Tony and Manu. I never want to do disrespect. Look, we're showcasing Manu in the back of the video every time. Y'all know what it is. Anyways, thanks, Spurs fam. We appreciate y'all for coming in. um, And we'll see you guys soon.